So I guess our big topical intro on our Emoji podcast this week is that not long before recording this episode, the live-action trailer for the new Cats movie dropped on the internet at large, and I say dropped in the context that someone might say a particularly large and stinky turd dropped, because, boy howdy, it's gonna be a rough one. Yeah, it... Have you ever seen The Island of Dr. Moreau? <laughs> you know, I actually haven't. That's surprising. Yeah, it is It is surprising because it seems like something that would be right up my alley, especially with the weirdo Marlon Brando lore surrounding that film. And you know the but... stuff about the, the first director, right? Not really, Oh my no. god, oh my god, right. There's a whole documentary about this. Uh, I'm yes, spacing yeah. on the name, but uh, Island of Lost Dreams. Thank you. Um, at one point, the old director sneaks back on the set, <laughs> and it, like, I'm not gonna do it justice because my memory is very fuzzy on it. But just thought I'd mention it. No, I love it. I love it. I think that's a fairly apt comparison for this nightmare shit show fuck fest that we have been oh, wow. granted by the powers that be i think what really threw me off about it two things two things first of all is that it is just like famous actor faces cgi'd onto horrible cat bodies and i think that's very funny because there's there's kind of this long-standing angst when it comes to mainstream media outlets and being to convey the idea of a furry, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Especially especially in live-action contexts. Like, if you're Wes Anderson making Fantastic Mr. Fox, or you're Disney making an animated movie, it's normally fine. But anytime anyone tries to make a commercial with, like, an animal person or anything like that, it really comes out in the Uncanny Valley... And what these people have kind of decided to do here is take weird, doughy animal cat bodies and just copy-paste Magic Lasso, Ian McKellen, uh, Taylor Swift, and various other a fairly, fairly A-list celebrities, I should say, onto these horrible animal bodies, which I think is fairly jarring, but... Perhaps the the funniest part about it, which is the second thing I noticed, is that I didn't realize that they were going to be <laughs> that they were going to be small. Yeah. No, did you not know about the sets? That was like the only thing I knew about this going into it. No. Oh, I don't oh know anything God. about I, I know the general plot of Cats is the musical. I know the synopsis. Yeah. But Will I assume give us it was... the synopsis on the air really quick in case anybody doesn't know. So the synopsis of Cats is that the show is literally just a song cycle where it's just constant song after song after song. And the the loose plot, if you can even be so generous as to call it a plot of this, uh, as this, this uh, menagerie, is that these cats just kind of are introduced one after the other. And then the plot is that these cats, which are the Jellisiles... Uh, the Jellic is it Jellisiles or Jellicles? I believe I it's Jellicles, but I'll be honest, I've never seen it. I've just read the word, and Jellicles funnier. Uh, these these cats have to make the quote Jellicle choice, where they <laughs> where where they where every year they choose a cat 
to be sent to the 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 heaven layer i think is what it's called yeah it is yeah they 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 pick a cat to be sent to the heaven layer where i suppose the the cat that is chosen uh dies and is reincarnated i suppose i believe so, so um and they are they are pleading their case to a cat that's name is old deuteronomy yes this is right all the songs all the songs in this show are these cats making their case for why they deserve to be killed by the cat god and reborn in the new cat flesh uh it's completely fucking bonkers it's so funny but i think what happened was i assumed that it was kind of like you know a roger rabbit type situation where it was just cat people living in like a cat people city not actual literal cats living in actual literal france or whatever because there are all these shots in this fucking this fucking trailer where you see this cat with this giant fork and knife these cats out in like this plaza doing a dance but they're all like two inches tall it is the most bananas fucking thing i have seen to come out of hollywood in a long time i'm really excited i'm completely beside myself i i feel compelled to see this film i think that the hollywood opening night opening night i think the hollywood musical is essentially a dead art form but every so often they keep trying to bring it back before this, I think it was The Greatest Showman, and before that, it was Les Mis. The and Greatest I think Showman these... was very successful. It was. It was huge in Japan, too. It was extremely popular overseas for whatever reason. And I just don't get it, because none of these movies are very good. I don't think... I think you'd be very hard-pressed to find a good movie musical that came out in like past the year 2000, probably. I think it's very hard to do a movie musical and nail the pacing of it because they're such different art forms, I would say. The only good movie musicals I can think of off the top of my head are I really like the Little Shop of Horrors movie adaptation because it's so campy. I think Phantom of the Paradise is an all-time masterpiece. Yo, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Phantom of the Paradise fucking slaps. We should do it. We should do a bonus episode on the Patreon where we just talk about Phantom of the Paradise because I would love to do that. That's definitely intriguing. Yeah, I think we should keep it in mind. Regardless, it comes down to the fact that this trailer is bananas and it has absolutely nothing to do with our show whatsoever. Hi everyone, welcome to Emoji Drome. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this week, we are talking about the tropical drink emoji, Andy, but I think uh, I think before we really get into that, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the bananas week that this show has had on the, on the internet over the last few days. Yeah, do you want to fill us in on that? Uh, I feel like you, like you handled it, and I mean, you are front and center. Yes, yes, uh, that is true. I feel, you know, I feel that you are included in this because you are part of the show and we are kind of we as in the collective we. Uh, The story begins with me getting hired to do social media for World Emoji Day for Emojipedia. (laughs) Uh, So I've infiltrated, I finally infiltrated Emojipedia. I... I slipped into their ranks like the shape-shifting alien from the thing, oh my God. and I became I became a cog in the Emojipedia machine. Now I, I will say, <laughs> off the bat, I'm fairly certain there are people at Emojipedia who listen to the show. 
they're all very nice people. I had a great experience doing social media for them. So if you saw any posts from the World Emoji Day account that was just referencing the show, uh, that was me. That was not someone that <laughs> that was not someone at Emojipedia throwing us have. a bone. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, it was not. It was not anyone there. It was just me making these posts and bringing ourselves into the fold. So, so that's always fun. I, I tried to get people excited. Uh, I tried to get people excited about Funky Grimace on the account. I uh, don't really know how well that went. Made some stupid joke tweets. Uh, altogether, altogether, a fairly fun experience. But the but the kicker here is that yesterday, uh, which was we are recording this on July eighteenth. Uh, World Emoji Day was yesterday, July seventeenth. In between my shifts for doing social media for World Emoji Day, the Emoji Drome account, the Emoji Drome Twitter account, got a DM. <laughs> we we got a DM from from a reporter, and and this direct message uh, reads as follows. Hey, Emoji Drome, this is Blank with the Washington Post. Either of you have a few minutes to chat today for a story? Uh, I don't know how this happened. You, I don't so, know. I was out at the time when you sent me uh -huh. this. So I, well, I couldn't have handled it if I wanted to, but I wanted to let you handle this so badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be published. No, no, I gotcha. I figured that I would probably have to handle it because this was a this was like a phone interview, and I don't know what the what kind of the the, the nitty gritty is on international calls with all that kind of stuff. But um, I, I I was I was I was at the time I received this message, I was in line ordering ice cream, uh, which I, <laughs> sorry, I I was going to go out and run some errands, but then I had to go home and take my ice cream on the go. So I said yes, you know, nice to meet you. Uh, and they responded that they were writing, uh, they, they were, quote, writing an overview of the new emoji from Apple and Google and would love to add some other voices. I said, you know, are you looking for a general opinion? And they responded with, I'm not sure. Mostly I'd just like to pick your brain about what's interesting here. So, of course, I said yes, because the fucking Washington Post is probably one of the most established uh, established pillars of journalism in the continental United States. They have a literal 13 million followers on Twitter. Uh, they are the ones that, as you might know, changed their, changed their website header to read uh, Democracy Dies in Darkness <laughs> fairly recently. So, so fairly, a fairly serious, a fairly serious publication. Uh, I got home, I waited a couple hours, and then I got a phone call from this reporter, and there weren't really any specific questions. I, I kind of introduced uh, you and I, Andy, I told her what the show was about, because because I think what happened was they were looking for a source for this story about emoji, and just happened to find us through the World Emoji Day hashtag, which we were tweeting in, you know, at the time. And there's always the chance that if they were looking for specifically, like, an emoji podcast or something like that, we are literally it. Like, like I, I did research this week, and the only two emoji podcasts that I've ever been able to find are us and the Emojipedia podcast. For so real. The, yeah, the field is fairly slim in that regard. So I did this interview, I did this whole kind of 10-minute over-the-phone interview introducing the show, uh, telling them that, you know, you were kind of a professional podcaster with friends at the table... And doing this whole kind of thing, and then we kind of got onto the subject of the new emoji. I I gave them my opinion on what I thought of the new emoji. I said that 
I was glad that they were new and, you know, inclusive because the big thing is that they introduced like the same sex and interracial couples, which is really great. Uh, I also kind of gave my opinion on what I thought in sort of a very emoji drone fashion of the other new emoji, like the various foods and animals and such. Mm -hmm. And that's going to become important later in the story. So keep that in mind. Then I just kind of talked about how I thought that emoji are, are a really important development in communication about how they're becoming this universal language uh-huh. and a lot of other fairly serious, legitimate opinion on emoji. And uh, she did cut me off because we were keeping it fairly concise. Uh, she did say that they might follow up with a another story on this at some point. So who knows? We may be in the Washington Post a second time. Oh, fucking Christ. I swear to God. If that happens, it's my turn, I guess. I guess so. I guess we become the official emoji correspondent of the Washington Post at that point. Are we compensated for that? Or I think I think after like two or three articles, if we're doing like actual reference work for them, then yes. But I think if they're just pulling quotes, then they can skid by. Uh, but later that day, you know, we, we, we said goodbye. I was fairly, I thought it was fairly funny at the time. Uh, I felt pretty good about the interview. But then later that day, the, uh, the actual story went up on the Washington Post website. <laughs> and, um, you and I, you and I, we posted about this fairly heavily on Twitter when it finally dropped. You actually saw it before I did. Yeah, which I so think is, I got home. I think it's hilarious. I got home. I went to a, um... A talk that was about like labor and games uh, was very good. Uh, go check out Game Workers Unite. So I, when I got home, I was like, "Oh, I should see if that story went up," because I figured they'd want it up on World Emoji Day, and it was almost yeah. midnight. Yeah. And so I just sent you a screen cap of what they said about you. And uh, now, you know. now let me be clear. Let me be clear. You did not send me the screen cap. I did not know this was up until I oh, logged on Twitter. It? Oh yeah, I did. You you tweeted it first, and I this this quote was the first notification that I saw the story had been posted, and I went fucking ballistic. I was I was crying, laughing over this. It's so goddamn funny. Uh, so this is the this is the full this is the full lead in. I'll I'll do the um. I'll do kind of the setup for this, but uh, the article was mostly about how inclusive and diverse the new emoji are. And then we get this. In addition to more inclusive emoji, Apple and Google have also added new animal-themed emoji, including a sloth, skunk, flamingo, and orangutan. Plus, there's a plate of butter, a waffle, a yo-yo, and a yawning face, among many other additions. Ryan McDermott, an Austin-based social media manager who co-hosts a podcast on emoji aesthetics, said the most controversial addition among consumers may not be one aimed at writing emoji's long history of homogeneity, but rather one that is meant to depict a plate of falafel. With both the Apple and Google versions of the falafel emoji, McDermott said, quote, it looks like a good emoji at a large size, but when it's smaller, it looks like spaghetti and meatballs, end quote. Others have compared the falafel emoji to a plate of rocks, potatoes, coconuts, or worse. And that's the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, the name of our show was not quoted in the article. You were not mentioned at all, Andy. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, none, none of the stuff I said about, about serious emoji made it in. Uh, 13 million people on Twitter got to see me say... 
when it's smaller, it looks like spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> it is it is truly hilarious, uh, completely out of left field. I I think that we should I think that we should reintroduce the show and every time we do the intro, we should stay we should say uh welcome to a podcast on emoji aesthetics. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And you I'm Andy. I didn't know and, you wanted um, me to do it. I kind of I was slow on the uptake, but I nailed the landing. It was up for debate. I I kind wow. of I kind of went through it in my head really quickly. No, you were you you stuck the landing, but <laughs> okay. but what I mean is I was debating as to whether or not I was going to make you say it or not. That's our that's our weird week in emoji. We we've infiltrated emojipedia.org on their social media and we were interviewed by the fucking Washington Democracy Dies in Darkness post about the falafel emoji. A real banner week for emoji troll, I would say. Honestly, we're really making moves out here. We are, we are, and you know what? Uh, one thing, there are a couple things I realized doing social media for Emojipedia on World Emoji Day, and that is that number one, no one in the world takes emoji as seriously as we do. As it should be. It's like this. It's like I found out that it's kind of a very insular community of people who who kind of view these emoji from sort of an academic standpoint, but you watch all the interviews they did with uh, Jeremy Burge, who I met, who is the, um, who is the head of Emojipedia. And he's, you know, obviously having a lot of fun with it. He's showing up in like an emoji print shirt to these interviews and shit like that. And people, people are kind of, people are kind of, you know, poking fun at it. One of the, uh, one of the newscasters said, uh, world emoji day was a made up holiday. And it's like, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, isn't every holiday kind of made up? Damn, you, get him, Banksy. You know, I mean, I'm being honest. You but, are being um, honest, but also get him, Banksy. Go off, King. Yeah, people people don't take it very seriously, and I think that this podcast definitely started as kind of a goof, but I feel like we take Emojipedia fairly, fairly seriously at this point. And I, I think that's... You know, we respect them. You can speak for yourself. Yeah, that's no, true. No, I, I mean, true. the people there I take seriously. I just don't think I take emoji very seriously. Yeah, it, it kind of depends. I think I have a very critical perspective on emoji at this point. That's good. I'm just a goblin. It's kind of my second point here, which is that by doing this podcast and being in this emoji community, I think that automatically actually kind of legitimately makes us emoji experts in a, in a weird way, where we have just kind of like waltzed into the stage of emoji discourse and installed ourselves (laughs) all right i'll fucking listen life is just one big con i guess that's what capitalism makes it yeah i'm not i'm not trying to oversell it here um i I, I can put on my business card emoji expert and have people who will would otherwise look their uh nose up at me or look down their nose look their nose tilt their nose up at me what's the phrase mm-hmm. look move, down their nose at when you. they move that nose up uh, people like i i just want to make them respect me you know i know and stop them from tilting those damn noses the good news is that you can now say that you are on a podcast concerning emoji aesthetics which has been quoted and interviewed by the washington post and i feel like that's uh that's that's kind of something, you know. We're legit now. We're legit. But should we do the show? It's twenty I think we minutes. Should. <laughs> We're already twenty minutes into this. I, I felt like that was I felt like 
you know, at the beginning of the show, I really kind of waffled between whether I wanted to do a Cats intro or a World Emoji Day intro. And I think, you know, sometimes you just have to have the best of both worlds. But why don't you go ahead and tell the folks at home what it is we actually do on this show and we'll get started. Well, like we said, we're a podcast about emoji aesthetics, which actually kind of covers it. I should have been saying that this whole time. We pick an Uh emoji, we look at every version, and we judge them based on how they look. Yeah, exactly that. I am pretty excited for this week. We are doing the tropical drink emoji. I'm a big fan of tropical drinks. I will take umbrage with this right off the bat. Emojipedia does say this is also known as fruit punch or tiki drink. Uh, not to not to split hairs, but I've already gone through all of these emoji, and not a single one of these fucking drinks is served in an actual tiki mug. And as somebody who collects tiki mugs, who goes out of their way to search these things down and find them on eBay and in real life, I am somewhat incensed that Emojipedia and or the Tropical Drink Emoji thinks they could just waltz into the sphere of being considered a tiki drink, without being housed in an actual tiki glass. There are no moai heads here, no no grinning skulls, no weird aliens, no no tiki with cowboy hats, none of that bullshit. Just straight, boring glasses. But even then, I hope that I can find a drink that speaks to me. What are you looking for, Andy? Well, I generally, I prefer my drinks to be silent so i'm uh-huh. gonna just i'm just looking for something refreshing it's been hot here it's like uh-huh. been 30 celsius consistently mm-hmm. uh for the past few days and i'm just i'm ready to relax i'm ready to kick my feet up and sip something with way too much sugar in it okay i like that you're um i'm looking for the best substitute for my for my beloved tiki drinks and you're looking for vacation juice Hell like yeah, yeah animal crossing the animal crossing game yeah, exactly. Why don't we why don't we get right into the to the real meat that's producing this vacation juice and start by Ooh. talking about the apple the apple tropical drink emoji. I don't mind this one so much. I do feel like this would be a very cold drink to hold. Um okay. I generally find that the cups like this uh when they sit in my palm because it's a very small stem with a very sort of round bottom. Uh-huh. Uh make my hands get chilly and i'm not a huge fan of that um i like to i generally you know you want to keep your hands warm yeah but that being said if the drink is cold i am willing to sacrifice that the drink itself is fine looking yeah it's uh it's okay this is uh, a this bit, is kind of the gla- it's a bit milky for my liking milky milky what it looks like consistency wise it would be like cloudy or like kind of milky or something you know what i mean like it would be a little thick <sighs> yeah i guess Maybe i'm there's not like... saying anything gross here i'm literally just talking about the consistency of a drink no i i gotcha i gotcha maybe the glass is a little bit frosted i don't know i think that this is generally the kind of uh the kind of chalice you would serve a mai tai in I, the one thing about tropical drinks is that I don't know them well enough to know what the different glasses that you serve them are that you serve them all in are referred to as. But 
I think this is your typical kind of Mai Tai glass. I do like the cherry. Big fan of the little cherry. It looks like a very fancy cup with very thick glass. And of course, the bendy straw is an essential addition to any tropical drink. Yeah, this I, one's, I this also one's... like the uh, the lime and the cherry on the toothpick. It's going the extra mile by having two fruit instead of just one. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it really does well with the garnishes. I think overall, this is a pretty solid start of the tropical drink emoji i would i would order this at a bar mm-hmm. i will say i think our next contender google improves in one crucial area okay how so little umbrella yeah little umbrella yeah, yeah i damn. also damn I, you right yeah i like this one because i feel like it would be a slushy type drink you know what i mean yeah, this definitely gives you the idea of maybe like a frozen margarita or something like that. Yeah, and that's the vacation juice, baby. That's the vacation. That's Jimmy Buffett wasting away again in Margaritaville right it there. It just looks refreshing, you know? And I th- mm-hmm. my big theory is that you can take any drink, and if you add like shaved or crushed ice to make it a slushy, it will be improved. I agree. You know, I agree with that. You can do that with a nice glass of orange juice. You can do that with a fun tropical beverage. You can do that with milk, even. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of options. I used to drink milk with ice in it. I will say that right now. Um, you used to drink I, milk? I drank milk. When I was a kid, I drank milk literally every meal. I drank you nothing weirdo. But, I drank basically nothing but skim milk for like the first 10 or 12 years of my okay. life. That's actually fucked up. <laughs> I would drink I would drink other stuff too. Like I would drink unsweet tea and you know like soda and shit like that, but there was what about a long water? time. Yeah, you know, I would get some nice wawa in there every now and then, but when I was a kid, I, w- I I was an absolute skim milk fiend. I would drink it with literally anything. Uh now specifically skim milk. It had to be skim milk. Yeah, I think okay. um it's skim for him. Yeah, my parents wouldn't buy whole fat milk, which is probably for the best. I can't imagine what my health would have been like if I was knocking back three glasses of whole fat milk every day for my entire life. Um, not to say that it, that wouldn't be extremely decadent, but we we kept it we kept it skim. I was going somewhere with this, making a joke about oh yeah, because uh, when I was a kid, we had neighbors move in. And our neighbors would drink milk with ice for some reason, and I guess it rubbed off on me for a very brief period. I think Google's fairly decent this week. The umbrella's a really solid garnish. I'm all about the garnishes when it comes to tiki drinks. The place I went to in Chicago, Three Dots and a Dash, really flexes when it comes to garnishes. So I've got fairly high standards. They put, like, a cinnamon stick in that and, like, lit it on fire. So I've seen, I've basically seen the best of what the tiki drink world has to offer in that regard. What do you think about, uh, what do you think about Microsoft this week? Um, I'm of two minds. One, this definitely would be too big for me to finish. I can already tell. I'm a lightweight. Uh-huh. Putting it out there. Two, I don't want leaves in my drink. I like the sort of goblety shape almost that it's got. I mean, I guess it's more of a wine glass, but goblets more fun uh i like the shape of the glass mostly and i think the outline works really well on it but Uh the leaf in it's a bit weird and i feel like now this is just personally speaking whenever i get uh, whenever i go to a place and the lime is cut in that way where it's like almost a full circle 
it's way too thin. Mm, and it gets like okay. flimsy and it's either just a hassle to keep it there because it just keeps flopping around or it just like you know flops so right you're in on there. the you're on the thick lime side of the fence then well yeah i mostly like to squeeze my limes into my drinks because who doesn't love a bit of citrus blast you know uh-huh uh-huh well, I, I got you. On that note, I'm not sure if those are leaves in there or if it's uh, lime slices, because it looks like there may be a slice of lemon over to the right side of the cup. Uh, and I, okay. I, I have had tiki drinks, so they will just put any and all shit into those things, and I think it's great. I think yeah. it really, I, I think it really contributes to kind of the kishy, like tacky aesthetic of a tiki drink. It's something they- that. Are they called tiki drinks, or are we? Is that just are you? Because you were upset that it was called a tiki drink. Well, I'm saying when I reference these drinks, I am referring to the tropical. I would refer to these as tropical drinks. I think the um, I think the name of them is fairly spot on. I think it's when you put it into a tiki mug that it becomes a tiki drink. And now you can also take drinks which are t- traditionally served in tiki mugs and put them in a glass. And I guess if you really want to split hairs about it, it would be considered a tiki drink because it originates as being tumbled into a tiki. But I normally will only call something a tiki drink if I've had it served to me inside of an actual tiki mug, you know. But um, what I'm saying is tropical drinks, tropical drinks in general, tend to have a very kishy, tacky aesthetic. And you really have to kind of peacock it, you know, where you put as much random shit on these things as you possibly can while still making it taste okay and i really like that aspect of microsoft um i think it's interesting that it looks kind of carbonated like there's there's bubbles in this one so well, maybe it's some it's some kind of champagne if your like fruit theory is correct that could also just be more like fruit stuff in there okay so it's like a i know boba is really big right now is it a is it yeah. a boba tiki drink I mean, I don't know how tapioca would react to alcohol. Uh-huh. So I feel like it would I feel like it would probably just dissolve, right? Or, or like curdle somehow. I don't know what I don't really know what tapioca <laughs> is. Is it a plant? Is it a milk? Does it come from something? I I don't is really know nut? to be completely frank. Let me look it up for you really quick. I'm already I'm already about to send you some some uh tapioca hard white grains interesting okay i i do like that so i'm gonna send you i'm gonna send you a picture of one of three dots and a dash's uh tiki drinks here and it'll kind of give you an idea of what i typically expect when it comes to a tropical drink in terms of okay so this is just in like okay so what i'm seeing here is it's in like a novelty mug and then it's got like two big leaves of uh-huh. something in there. Uh, it might be. It might be pineapple leaves. I'm not. I'm I could see that. The, um, I can't yeah. really tell what the other garnishes are, but I think it's from the strawberry. There's definitely strawberry in there, and then there's this sort of like green root thing. It's. Uh, it's. It's from from left to right. I think those are sprigs of mint next to the straw. Okay, I can see that. And then it's a uh, strawberry, and then pineapple, which is what the big two leaves in the back are. All right. Um. So, okay, so I won't take any points away from it for the leaves. That was just my yeah. idiocy. 
Thank you. No, sorry. I, I am I am the I am the tiki the tiki drink expert on this podcast. That is something I actually have a lot of <laughs> legitimate interest in. Uh, do we want to go ahead and move on to Samsung? Absolutely. Uh, I just can't really figure out what the deal with the cherry on this one is. Yeah, this is a weird one. This one's real weird. On on first glance, this seems like an okay emoji, but the more you get into it, the more baffling it is. First of all, I think the uh, I think the straw is a critical part of the tropical drink. Much like the garnishes, it's very silly, and I think it's an essential part of the presentation of a tiki drink. And you also run into the problem of the garnishes themselves being so ostentatious that it can be hard to drink out of. So you really need a straw. Uh, this emoji does not have a straw. It has an umbrella. And then it has a slice of orange and what appears to be the world's smallest cherries impaled on the side of the glass. Is it that or are they on the umbrella? I don't think there's any way they could be on the umbrella because the angle the angle of impalement wouldn't work for the second one. Yeah. It would go through the first one but not the second one. Uh, maybe there's it's... maybe one's on the glass, one's on the umbrella. Maybe we're thinking to to one one dimensional here. We're thinking too literally here. Yeah, I think the uh I think the big problem here is that if this was the size of a regular, like, cherry, like a maraschino cherry, that orange slice would have to be, like, the size of your palm. Uh, the scale on this emoji is way off. Either those cherries are way too small, or everything else is way too big. This is the this is the live-action cats of the, tea, the tropical drink emoji. Oh, wow, that's really damning. Yeah. It is kind of just stuck in a wine glass. Like, it's fine. It's, um... It's an okay emoji. It definitely gets the idea of a tropical drink, but it doesn't it doesn't really bring the kind of cohesive design of really understanding what a tropical drink is about like the uh, previous 3 have. It's not bad, but it's like eh. the old version ruled. It used to be a blue drink, and if it was still blue, oh. it would be so much better. Yeah, this one's this older one's pretty good, especially since most of these emoji uh, we should mention that the liquid in all of them is normally kind of a yellow or, like, orange sort of vibe. Yeah, which I it's guess usually is... a gradient, yellow on top, yeah. orange on the bottom. I guess that's more meant to convey sort of, like, a citrus vibe. But the blue one here definitely has that fun and funky, like, like Joe's Crab Shack sort of feel to it. I've never been. I've been I've been a couple times when I was a kid. It's it's not it's not that great. I mean it's okay. Should we I just I just I'm not a big crab person. I'm not a big seafood uh -huh. person in general. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um okay. but we shouldn't we've we've had enough we started on a tangent today. Uh <laughs> let's let's move on to WhatsApp, which is very similar to um Apple in glass shape, but Microsoft in, like, actually, that's more like a kiwi on it. I was going to say in lime shape, but that looks more like it's got a slice of kiwi impaled on there. That's an interesting choice. I would say it's most like Samsung in terms of composition. You've got the uh, skewer on the left and then the umbrella with the cherry on the right. Oh, yeah, I just meant the shape of the glass. It's that sort of, like... I wouldn't be able to tell you what's in it, but it's usually, like, whiskey or rum, probably. Some liquor that people use. It's the it's the wide ones with the short stem. 
I'm going to I'm going to look up a I'm going to look up a catalog of uh, alcohol class names so I can actually refer to these by their by their god-given Christian names on this podcast. Damn, you get quoted in the Washington Post once and all of a sudden you want to start doing research. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, this one this one that we're looking at right now, I believe is called a snifter glass. The snifter glass is a very short stem in which is supposed to be cradled, cradled in the hand helping warm the drink it contains. The large bowl allows the drink to be swirled, and a shorter mouth traps aromas and allows the drinker to enjoy a more prominent smell. Mostly used for brown spirits such as brandy and whiskey. So it's definitely a nice glass, but again, That's it's a not... snifter, okay. It's a snifter. Again, it's not something that I would, I would serve a, a tiki drink in. I don't think it's classically... I don't think it's classically considered sort of a, a, a tropical drink glass, but I am seeing pictures of stuff in sort of a snifter-esque kind of glass on here as well. I think you could also say that this would be a modified hurricane glass. Uh, do, you but think, we'll get in- do you think anybody listening knows the difference? Or are we just giving them more Googling to do? Uh, I don't think it really matters. Like I said, I'm legitimately very passionate about mixing tropical drinks and tiki and stuff like that. So, so this is the episode where my two fondest passions in life come together. Tropical drinks and emoji. Sorry. That's, that's... Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, I realize now that I got a text from my partner when I was describing tapioca because apparently I was loud and wrong. Uh, it's a starch. She's in the other room, and we have concrete walls. Yeah. Well, your your tapioca opinions are very passionate. They 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 shine through, no matter what divides you. So next is the Twitter emoji, which again takes a very interesting approach to the glass shape here. Again, this is something I I've seen my ties served in before, but for the most part, it's not. I don't think it's a very common glass choice for a tropical drink. Twitter's emoji just has kind of a, kind of a, like a classic rounded sort of like whiskey tumbler glass, but just with a stem attached Could to I the bottom. Can I be honest? I think this is just orange juice, which is fine. I think it is. Yeah. I think this is what they serve for kids when you go to like the tiki bar at Disneyland. Well, it's like you're going to brunch and you don't want to have any alcohol, but yeah, like you yeah. want to have a nice glass because you're on vacation. Yeah. You want to feel fairly festive. You yeah. want to, you want to get out there, feel fun, feel funky. Really, really stretch it, you know? Embrace your inner Carrie Bradshaw, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't know too much about Carrie Bradshaw. That one kind of went over my head I have seen, there. like, two episodes of Sex and the City Maximum. Uh-huh. And I know a little bit about the movie from the, oh, uh, the second I was movie like, from The Worst Idea oh. of All Time. Were you thinking that was, like, an artist or something? Well, I thought Carrie Bradshaw was the actress's name, but no, it's the character's no. name. Yeah, that's it's the character's name. Jessica Parker. Yeah. Yeah. No, I th- I I knew it was somehow. T- I knew the name was somehow tied into Sex and the City, but I couldn't remember if it was someone who was on the show or a character in the show. I'm glad we sorted that out. Yeah, absolutely. Facebook definitely got a lot of ice in this one. So Facebook, Facebook is the first emoji that we've seen the entire night that actually gets this right. You cannot serve a tropical drink without ice. It is an it is an essential part of the tropical drink experience, uh, mostly because tropical drinks are extremely potent, and people will pour ice into them and have it melt to kind of dull the uh, potency the more you drink it. And they're also just you know best served chilled like a like a good James Bond villain, I suppose. Your Honor, 
I have an objection to raise because Facebook, their emoji are a higher res than everything else. They are bigger, <laughs> so they are able to render those those ice particles really well. I'm I'm just I know we haven't really brought this up on the show before, and it's probably a cop out to do it now. That being said, I think the other drinks had like the energy that there was ice in there you know okay, and that's okay. just like the vibe okay jk rowling fucking coming out here on the google the google tropical drink emoji well no! i didn't ex- i didn't i didn't explicitly say this but hold on you might have noticed you might have noticed the google the google emoji had ice in it the entire time i didn't think it was important to the story so i never said it but there was definitely. That's not ice what I'm fucking saying, you little dickhead, and you know it. <laughs> I said I said that the Google drink one looked like it was a slushy, which is ice. Two. Fuck you! I've brought it up before that these drinks will be cold and imply ice. I'm not J.K. Rowling. I'm just another lazy author. Yeah, the implication of ice, huh? That's not a. That's not a that's not a great that's not a great look, but um, I'll let you have it. Uh, you you win this time around. I will relent. I will say the Facebook tropical drink emoji looks like a tropical drink you would order at a place that was extremely overpriced and very fancy, and didn't serve like actual tropical drinks, but would serve you something that was their kind of take on it. Because you do get the very important you get the very important pineapple leaf, you get the actual chunk of pineapple, and you get the ice. All very important components. I just think it's prepackaged. It's like a prepackaged slushy alcohol mix thing. They just pour like some vodka into a into a machine that's got a slushy going. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think I think that's almost how I feel about the Joy Pixels emoji. This is definitely the tropical drink that you get when you order one at a bar that typically does not serve tropical drinks. They just put they just mix vodka and whatever orange juice they have behind the counter slap that shit in a glass and put a lime on it and hey party time baby here's your just vacation put a fucking juice. lime on it just put a fucking lime on it that's i think that's the life lesson that we can take away from this episode is that is that if you're drinking something boring and you don't like the way it looks just put a lime on it if you're if you're ever bored of something put a lime on it put a lime on it your job bring a lime in your drink we've established your spouse Ask them if they're interested in getting a tattoo. Put a lime on it. You went the tattoo route with that. I thought you were going to say, you know, you can put slices of lime on them. That would be ridiculous, be in, Ryan. Be in for a very exciting evening of, of, of fun, you that, know? That would be absolutely ridiculous. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, we are we are a famous emoji podcast now, having been featured in the Washington Post, so I guess we do have to hold ourselves can to we a also higher call standard. It- could we also call ourselves an aesthetics podcast too? Because we were also called podcast. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we are that. So that quote. Let me, let me, let me shed some light on that quote. That quote was not from that. That quote was not editorializing by the person who wrote the article. I I said that verbatim to them. Oh, of course I, you did. 
I was trying to think of the best way to tiptoe around saying this person who has never engaged with our brand before that we are a podcast that makes fun of the way emoji look and we say that the octopus emoji has dick sucking lips. So that's like that's like that's like when you that's like when you shovel that's like when you shovel cow shit for a summer and then you have to put it on your resume when you're like cow manure transport services, you know, where you really have to gussy it up. Exactly, farm maintenance. We're not we are not a comedy podcast that make fun of emoji. We are a podcast which which discusses emoji aesthetics. With a humorous twist. I did. I said that I, I did say that. I said that we are very You fucker. I said that we were a lighthearted show uh, that tends to take a very comedic look at emoji. Uh, because again, I did not want to come out the gate swinging about how we go on tangents about Clamato and you know whether or not an emoji is being cocked at any given time oh, so wow yeah um <laughs> emoji decks this week really goes for the gusto i don't have shit to say about joy pixels we've kind of already covered it with the lime thing it doesn't it's super it's super it, underwhelming it's fine like it does the job put a straw on there though i don't know yeah anyway I think Emoji Dex really goes for it with the garnish here. Yeah. And yeah, it's all it's a, layered. It's layered very tastefully. I think the color contrast of the green, the orange, and the red is really nice. And you can see how far the straw goes down in the uh, in the glass. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's some transparency there. That's some nice attention to detail. What garnish mm. do we think we have here? Because that's definitely an orange slice and definitely a cherry. But I don't, can't tell if that last thing is like a lemon lime thing or lemon or a lime or if it's like it's, some other thing it's interesting because you can just barely see undertones of yellow on that and i don't know if that's meant to be shading because if it was just green i would be tempted to say that that is a slice um like or maybe not a slice but like a sprig of mint or something like that but the undertone of yellow makes me reconsider that um i think that's kind of the big question this week is what are these garnishes this time around, I'm not too certain, though. I do like your take on it, that it's maybe like a sprite lemon-lime construction. Yeah, like they they took a lime and they they slathered some lemon on the end. Yeah. Just slathered it on there. It's like a lemon curd. They took some lemon and they put a lime on it. You know, that also seems like what Messenger did with their umbrella here this week. <laughs> where they kind of just stuck a lime to the end of it. This also yeah. has some transparency going on. We can see the... I don't hate it, honestly. I think it looks fine. Again, it looks like it's just like orange juice you'd get on a vacation with a little fun umbrella uh -huh. in it. But there's nothing wrong with that. I think this one looks the most like a glass of piss out of any of these emoji we've well, seen so far. Well, there it is. Uh, sometimes, sometimes someone... You think you got orange juice, and it turns out it's pee-pee. Well, it's just like in uh, JoJo Part 5 where they piss in the teapot and hand it to them. Well, the this jellyfish is me fixed when I... that. Do what? The jellyfish took care of that. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 yeah, the jellyfish, not the jellicles, I should, I should add. This is going nowhere. I think the messenger emoji is fine. It's fairly unremarkable. It's very similar to the Twitter emoji. LG, I kind of dig this a little bit. They have the funkiest straw so far. This is definitely a twirly straw. So, like, points there. The the orange slice on it, I'm going to go with orange on it. It could be a lemon. I like that. 
it does look like it's about to fall off. And yeah. And uh, the umbrella's fine. They added an umbrella. The glass looks okay. It. I don't think. Is it a snifter? Is this also a snifter? I'm so excited that I finally know what that is. I've heard the word so many times. I assume that it's got to be a snifter. It, it looks like a snifter. Um, actually, this one looks more like a, a modified hurricane glass, which is kind of that one where it has the little, uh, like the little bulge, and then kind of goes up. But it's it, it's like a hybrid between a snifter and a hurricane glass. I would say this okay. one is this one's this one's really fun and flirty in my opinion. It looks like an emoji of like if you went to a bowling alley that opened in like the 80s or the 90s and they had a mural of like fun vacation things this tropical drink would be on that mural i think it's the i think it's the pink and the blue because those are both fairly popular color schemes for like fun radical stuff at that time just kind of how squiggly the straw is it it just exudes a very specific vibe that's our describe the vibe segment this week okay the lg the lg tropical drink emoji looks like it belongs on a mural at a bowling alley that opened in the late 80s, early 90s. That was a pretty good vibe. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you um, what do you think about HTC this week? Uh, I don't hate it. It does kind of look like they took a jar and stuck the end of a glass to it. Um, a little bit. Yeah. That being said, I think it's cute. I like the big, like... Again, very impractical in real life, but they've sort of biggened it up to, in a way where I'm okay with their lime here. Uh, very standard straw, no umbrella, so that's got to go against them. It's a little disappointing. I think the um, I think the fact that it does look almost like a mason jar makes me think that this is not so much a tropical drink, but that it's somebody's kind of classy neo mason jar glass of sweet tea when they're out in that summer heat okay yeah i can see that they sort of just wanted to like class it up a little bit for when they want want to drink right out of the the jar Uh uh-huh yeah yeah it's um it's like those it's like uh when you see those kind of like funny hipster things where it is like a mason jar and like a wine glass stem have you ever seen this before where people uh, make those novelty mason jar fancy drink glasses. Man, fucking probably. That shit's Good. endemic. <laughs> Good enough for me. Everywhere. <laughs> like this one's I've drank out of a fucking jar in so many places that are charging way too much. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that. That's that's kind of the Give city me experience. a real cup. Yeah, give me a snifter. Uh, thankfully, we do have another snifter coming up with the Mozilla emoji, which is fairly unfortunate this week. <laughs> yeah, I, you kind of like on the so Emojipedia has a white background of the web page, so you can barely see the glass on my monitor. It looks like it's, it's just a floating bunch of the like, it's just some floating LCL. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like. Uh, it's like a little eye puzzle. You're like, why is this umbrella and like a hunk of jello just floating in midair? Then you kind of focus your vision and oh no, there's there's a snifter there. And then when you look at it, you can see that like it's a it's a young woman when it's one way and then when you flip it upside down, it's the silhouette of an old woman and it's ah, Professor Layton. Very clever, very clever design for Mozilla. Their 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 optical illusions aside though, I don't think this is a very good emoji. Oh, no, it's dog shit. 
Like, let's let's not get it twisted. It's a bad one. Um, mm-hmm. But like the pattern on the umbrella is cute. They picked a good blue. I. It's just hard to focus on it when the next one is so good. The next one is really good. Up next, we have SoftBank, and I feel like I should mention this because I only learned this the other day. The SoftBank emoji that are on Emojipedia are actually no longer in use. In, um, in, not too long ago, SoftBank actually switched over to just using the Google emoji. So all of the SoftBank displayed on the site are more for archival purposes. This was their last original emoji set, which was released in 2014. Okay. So I think, Hell yeah. I think we, I think we should still include them in this. Oh, I'd uh, love to. Yeah, but it goes, it goes to, uh, it's kind of the same caveat with the like prototype ones. Yeah, like the Emojipedia ones. Yeah. Like this is a this is a great emoji. I love this tropical drink. It gets the uh, bendy straw, it gets a couple garnishes, and it has the ice cubes. It's it's fairly ideal for me, I would say. Yeah, I want to drink this right now. It looks like a sunset in a glass. Oh, I love that. My they you know they could have popped an umbrella on top of the skewer. They maybe could have done a pineapple leaf, but you know? those are. Fairly minor criticisms, uh, I think considering with how this, well this emoji does it. I think with this glass shape, and the way sort of everything is right now, adding an umbrella would make it too busy. I agree. I agree. I, I shouldn't criticize perfection. This well, is, I'm not saying it's perfect. Is. The straw could be a bendy straw. It is. Like, don't... Oh, you mean like uh, don't a you let them straw. off the hook? Yeah, so not a bendy straw, a twisty straw, a curly straw, twisty a straw. funky straw. Yeah, I can yeah. I can go with all these adjectives all day long. No, I, I love it. A twirly straw, it. a swoopy straw, a loopy straw, Pre- a pretzel straw. Yeah, a goopy straw. You're gonna be looking like that straw when Dwayne the Rock Johnson is done with you. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Does he twist people? Does Dwayne The Rock Johnson physically twist people on the pretzels? Famously bad at doing that in the wrestling ring. Really? Yeah. Famously bad at any time he tries to do a submission move. They always look really bad. That's hilarious. Uh, So our last two are Dakomo and AU by KDDI. These are essentially the same emoji, just with a palette swap. Yeah, uh, again, it's that sort of just, like, one-color glyph-type thing. I think it's all right. I like the two little bubbles on it. The way they're trying to represent a lemon slice or a lime slice by just having a circle on the edge is a little wonky. But it's fine. It just looks like it should be on, like, a caution, tropical drinks sign that's at your, like, aunt's house who drinks a little too much wine. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say it looks like when you check into a hotel and they have, like, a directory of fun things to do around the city. This is, like, the minimalist design they would use for, like, a bar or something. Yes. Like a little... Or, like, a sh- an- really shitty drink review app. Like, when I say shitty, I mean, like, yeah. very trendy modern app design trash. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, they're, they're, they're both fine. I do like them, but I don't think they're going to be taking home any awards this week. And that means it's time to get into our awards for this week. Oh. Uh, Andy, Andy, we always do our worst emoji and our best emoji at the end of the show. So tell me, what is your least favorite tropical drink emoji this week? Who really who really made a mess when they knocked this drink over and spilt it at the bar? Oh, wow. That, that, that just upset me, if I'm being honest. I don't want to think about that. I 
think this week I'm going to go with the one that made the least impression, uh, uh-huh. and that's Joy Pixels. It's just kind of like a wibbly, wobbly champagne flute with some like f- like funky juice in it. Other than yeah. that, like, there's not a lot of standout terrible ones to me. But I, I mean, there's a couple. But this one is the one that stood out in my heart of hearts as just bad. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty unfortunate. I think it's just so generic. You know, this looks like it could be any kind of drink, not just a tropical drink. I think my worst though is probably going to have to go to Mozilla. It's yeah. so like like just the problem with how the glass displays in Emojipedia aside, I don't think the design really tracks at all for me. There's so much juice in this glass, and it's overwhelming. Like. 80% of this emoji is just, like, the juice. And the umbrella, I think, it, it's too short. It, it, it's almost comical. Yeah. You have, this, you have this giant chalice of funky vacation juice, just absolutely huge. Like, this seems like something I would have to can cradle I, with both hands. Can I paint a picture? Because I think I figured out what situation this drink is in. Uh-huh. This drink has specifically been poured to show when something very big is walking towards it. Like, say, Godzilla, or <laughs> a giant robot, or a T-Rex. You, There's uh-huh. plenty of franchises that could do this, where it's like Pacific Rim, Hawaiian Vacation, or Jurassic... I... Pacific, like, Pacific Vacation. Jura- It'll just goes Hawaiian. Yeah, Jurassic... Uh, on Jurassic Island, Pacific Vacation... Mm-hmm. Which I said, but I wanted to make sure I said the whole thing because I it kind of repeating. mumbled. Yeah. Uh, you could also do Godzilla Pacific Vacation. Uh, <laughs> I realized I changed it to Pacific Vacation from Hawaiian Vacation, but it's fine. We can move on from here. I think it works. I, th- I I'm just imagining the scene in Jurassic Park where the T Rex is coming close, but instead of a instead of a glass of water, it's just a very discreet, tiny tropical drink they got from the overpriced uh, theme park gift shop. <sighs> yeah, but here's the thing: after the bad ones, we get to talk about our favorites this week. Ryan, should I go first? Uh, I feel like you going one after another is a little. Uh, take a drink of water have a sip you know i will i will okay go ahead my favorite this week uh was you don't okay this isn't hey (sighs) we're an aesthetics podcast not an asmr show Uh uh-huh that's that's on the patreon no it's not we do don't go there but we do have a patreon do go there don't expect asmr my favorite emoji this week is SoftBank. Oops, I made it too obvious during the main part of the episode. <laughs> it's really cute. I like. I could see like Sonic the Hedgehog drinking this in like an old like cover of a game magazine from the eighties when his his design was a little rounder and cuter. His design's fine now, but uh-huh. I'm just saying it's like Sonic Mania looking Sonic. Yeah, uh, I definitely see what you mean. I think this is a week where it's going to be hard for us not to pick the same emoji, just because I think SoftBank has demonstrated such a perfect mastery 
over the form of what a tropical drink is supposed to be. I do really like the extra garnishes on Microsoft, and I do like the vibe of Apple's and Facebook's, but I think visually they've got the garnishes, they've got the ice, they've got the straw, they've got the nice little gradient. SoftBank just just ho- absolute home run this week. Absolute just driving it all the way in for yeah. us. Since since we have uh, a unanimous decision, I'll just give a quick shout out to my second place, which was actually going to be Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. I think Microsoft is fairly good this week as well. So before we wrap things up, I feel like we should hear from our loyal viewers, you know. I mean, welcome to all our bandwagon fans, now that we've been in WAPO. But... Uh, the real ones know that question time is where to be. Ryan, how are our questions looking this week? Uh, they're looking, they're looking pretty, pretty wet and wild. Ooh. As always, you can send questions to Emojidrome on Twitter, which is just at Emoji. Uh, n- sorry, not at Emoji. Hold on. No, stop, stop the fucking podcast. I have to see if the at Emoji, the at Emoji, uh, username has been taken yet. It definitely has. It's definitely just being parked on. Uh, I, uh oh account me, suspended me... damn rip to a real one at emoji uh, you, uh, let's hold on we don't know what they were suspended for possibly rip to a true. fake one and by that i mean i'm racist i don't know twitter is full of those yeah it's uh i, I shouldn't speak too soon but anyway, we do have we do have questions on the Twitter at Emojidrome. We normally record on Wednesdays and Thursdays in the late evening, uh, Central Central Eastern Time. So you know, keep an eye on it then. But um, our first question is going to come in from at Dangert Madeline on Twitter, who asks, "Which of these beverages would you reach for when directed to quote take a fucking sip, babes?" I think if I'm gonna take a fucking sip, babe. It's got to be out of something with a really ostentatious presentation. So they just look over at me, and I've got my, like, sunglasses on, and I've taken a fucking sip, babe, out of the LG Tropical yeah, Drink Yeah, this question really made me reconsider my pick for favorite now that I'm considering <laughs> the curly straw. Because that is yeah. such a big fucking deal for me that we may need yeah. to rewrite history real quick and give that uh-huh. my award. Cause if God you damn. want to, I will not stop you. Yeah, no. So, okay, anybody out there keeping track, uh, as you should be, uh, mark down that LG gets a point for this one. And, of course, when we're done going through all the emoji, whoever has the closest number to the each uh, group's score uh, will win a fabulous prize. Yeah, this is what this has all been leading up to. Yeah. We we are we are sent by heaven to ordain these emoji and to judge them and to grant upon them the highest of emoji blessing, which is to be imprinted on the moon itself. Oh, I was saying that like the listeners could guess like what score that oh! messenger got, particularly like when we were done. Oh, if it had like okay a hundred points because it got a favorite a hundred times, or like. It had like ninety points because it got a favorite a hundred times, but lost ten times. That's a rule you I, guys have to incorporate now to this thing you've been doing the whole time. And I thought that we were going to pick the best, the best company at the end, no. and then pick pick our favorite emoji from them and engrave that. On what? Them. No, are you kidding? Then we'd never pick Facebook again. I'm not giving them an award. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. S- what we're gonna do is probably just like fucking mail the uh, t- 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 a piece of. <laughs> 
uh, cloth with our signatures on it to whoever gets it right. Because we're also keeping track, and we will have the exact metric. Anyway, yeah, LG is the answer. We definitely sip, sip Abe out of that one. Absolutely. Our next question comes in from at Busy Queens on Twitter who asks, most likely to actually be poison? Oh. Oh. I've established that Messenger is probably human urine, but I don't think that will actually poison you unless you drink a lot of it. You know, we weren't sure what the little bubbles were in Microsoft. Could be a poison. Oh, okay. A little bubble bubble, toil and trouble, fire burn, tropical drink bubble. Yeah, and then when you drink it, your head, like, turns into a pineapple and you die. Yeah. When I finally... That's uh, that's Macbeth that the witches are from, right? Or is it Hamlet? Uh, fuck, dude. Um... Sure, probably. I I need to I, look, I need to connect I need to connect this reference. No, quick. like no disrespect to my friends who like to read things and have gone back uh-huh. to the classics, but I read that in high school. That's the only time I've ever read Shakespeare, and I wouldn't be able to tell you shit about it. I know Romeo so, and Juliet because there, there's that really good movie with John Leguizamo. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently the three witches are from Macbeth. I was going to make a Nailed joke it. about how when I when I direct my modern interpretation of Macbeth, he is going to run to the three witches at a wild night at a tiki bar, and they will be boil and bubbling over one of those giant bowls of tiki drink with like dry ice in it. You know, have you ever seen one of those? One of the big the big tiki bowls, dry ice. Uh, I don't think I have. That sounds really cool. I've definitely seen like dry ice as like a decoration for drinks before, though. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are some places that'll do, um, that'll do tiki drinks that are served in like giant, basically ceramic bowls and that kind of shit. Mm. Um, the there are places that will like bring it out in like a giant like conch shell and that kind of shit and just fill it with fill it with drink and it like bubbles out of it. And uh, you get to you get to drink it. I'm all listen. I'm all about the presentation. Yeah, we you're really podcast. about the pomp and possibly the circumstance. Possibly the circumstance. Uh, it's very likely that the circumstances involve somewhere. We are a podcast about aesthetics, so I think we really need to be leaning into that. Yeah, that's true. But we're also a podcast of the people. That's another question. Q is what I'm saying. We there. are a podcast of the people. We have another question in from uh, at Shulis is cool, who asks, "Umbrella or fruit? Which is the better topper?" Fruit. Fruit. Yeah, you. It adds some. It adds flavor. It adds a flavor. It's an. It, it's an additional part of the drinking experience. The umbrella's nice, but notice how. Actually, I guess I didn't really bring it up that much when there wasn't. Uh, wasn't fruit on it but i feel like when i'm actually having a drink i want there to be like a fruit on it you know yeah i i actually agree i think the umbrella is really good in terms of the aesthetics but i think that i want some fruit the one the one the one part of tiki culture i've never been quite sure of is whether or not i'm actually supposed to eat the fruit on the garnish or not 
Uh, which led to a very embarrassing scene at Chicago's Three Dots and a Dash Tiki Bar, where I was three tiki drinks in and trying to, like, just slather off the giant chunks of pineapple from the Scarnish stick. Uh, it was a very nice bar, and I feel very embarrassed for being, like... You know how in, you know in Lord of the Rings when Gollum, like, like rips open the fish, you know, and, like, eats the fish and that kind of shit? That's basically me with these giant chunks of sweet, juicy pineapple at this nice tiki bar. That sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. I am a gremlin, and I should not be allowed to have nice things. We, uh, we're running a little bit long, so I'm going to go ahead and get us with one last question here. Uh, this one comes in from at DMMBossTones, who asks, Do either of you have a favorite Jimmy Buffett Fuck. song? Do you, have, do you have knowledge of Mr. Buffett's discography outside of Margaritaville? I, uh, I don't... Are people allowed to talk about Jimmy Buffett on a podcast? I think it's been, I think it's been done. I don't, is that allowed? I don't know if you're able to do that. I think the cops show up to your house. Again, also, we don't have a third sibling for this. We're also not related. Yeah, the the third sibling in this podcast is the Mystic Moji fortune telling device. <laughs> the third sibling is the Washington Post. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the Washington Post. Uh, our our lovely our lovely benefactor, the Washington Post. Not sure at all. Uh, they they did not pay us anything for that interview. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I I don't know. I, what? Huh? They didn't pay. I'm sorry, Andy. They did not donate to the Patreon. They came they came into the house of the emoji godfather and they did not pay the proper respect. Whack. You you come into my house on the day of World Emoji and you ask me for an interview. That's as far as I can get with that one because I don't know the whole quote. The day of World Emoji. Alright. I think do we want to end on that, or do we want I to think, do one I more? I think so. I think so. Okay. I think any more questions would just be prolonging the inevitable. All right. Uh, thank you all. Thank you all for sending in questions. Uh, we always love hearing them, even if we spent a whole last twenty minutes talking about cats and World Emoji Day. That's what people want. It's fucking relevant. It's timely. Yeah, yeah. We're, we've got our finger on the pulse. We learned from the best, you know, at the Washington Post. Andy, is there anything else you'd like to add as we wrap this one up? Uh, I would just like to say, if you want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash emojidrome. We have a Patreon podcast, Hold This L. Uh, we will be releasing two episodes this month. It's just been a bit of a delay, but we're going to make sure that we hit that goal every month no matter what. Uh, it The episode's recorded. I'm just being very slow with my editing. Uh, you can also... Uh, if you just want to donate a dollar, uh, don't feel like getting the show, <laughs> you know, just not in the death note, waiting for us to do something else. Uh, you can get in on our Patreon picks. Grimes is out there posting about death note these days, Fuck. so I don't blame anyone who wants to, who wants to avoid it. <laughs> I'm not doing anything to any of my, do you think that was the operation? She was getting Shinigami eyes? Did she give up half her uh, lifespan? Hey! Hey, you should check the Emoji Trome uh, Twitter account because I may have retweeted something from her uh, regarding that onto onto her actual official Twitter account. <laughs> like actually, I think I have her blocked on Twitter. Uh, okay. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. No, she actually said that on Twitter. I don't have her blocked. Yeah. I thought I did because of the whole Musk thing. 
Uh, well, I should have her blocked on Twitter, but it felt well, it, it felt relevant. You know, we can ride some coattails. I'm glad that I that she made that joke before me. Um, yeah. Stop. Stop <laughs> being like weird proto authoritarian. Yeah. Th- thanks for listening. Twitter.com emoji drone. Twitter. That's where we're at. Um, uh, Patreon emoji drone. Mentioned that one. Email emoji drone at gmail that's the thing and most of all th- thank for listen it's we do it for you we do it for the aesthetics we do we're all we're all doing it for the aesthetic this is actually the the world's sneakiest aesthetic blog it's just very it's a huge deconstruction of what an aesthetics blog is it's fine don't worry about it um, we're your favorite Pinterest board. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>